Truth Espresso, episode 129. Face it, we all would rather sleep in this morning. <sighs> That's why God gave us espresso to kickstart our zombified corpses into hyperdrive. And now, giving your mind and soul the morning shot of truth it craves. This is Truth Espresso with Daniel Minnick. Hey there, this is Daniel Minnick, your host for Truth Espresso, and this episode is yet another Truth Espresso Express. And Truth Espresso Express is where I have the fun of jabbering away while driving to or from work in this case. And it seems like most cases I'm driving to work. Um, it seems like um, I study um, in the evening a little bit, read a little bit. Um, and then I'm ready to record on the way to work, but I'll work out some episodes. Um, other than, I think it was one of them where I was driving home um, that I recorded a Truth Espresso, but I'll try to get some more of those. No, actually it was two. Okay. But, um, so yes, this is another Truth Espresso Express. Just got out of the lot and onto the street, headed to the main street which will then take me to the highway on the way to work. And now what to talk about on this exciting commute to work? Um, yeah, there's a lot in the news and stuff, of course, about our favorite virus. And so let's talk more about COVID vaccines. And I've got two articles to discuss a little bit and really in this one to see how <clears throat> the two articles kind of present uh, contradictory things. <laughs> so the first article I want to talk about is one that I was reading about the NBA. And it talks about um, like, so staff at the NBA that are vaccinated, um, they're they're afraid that health risks, um, they're afraid of the health risks that would come from um, some of the players that are not yet vaccinated. Because it, it appears that the NBA staff, you know, coaches and anyone else who would happen to be staff for the team, uh, not just the, pl not the players themselves cells but those who behind the scenes and stuff make the games happen <clears throat> and with the staff there has been um, the mandates for the staffers to get the vaccines but the players um, might be in you know a, a sports union and stuff and so the players haven't been mandated as much as the staffers would like them to be. And of course, so coaches and other staff are frustrated. They think it's not fair. Not fair that they don't think it's not fair in the sense that, hey, I don't want to be forced to be vaccinated. They think it's not fair in that every single player should receive these jabs. So the article says that that some of these staffers were really concerned that there would be health risks to 
um, you know, them or their families because of unvaccinated uh, NBA players. And, you know, the article will go through and list a few of the players by name who have yet to receive one of the jabs. And the players would give their reasons, and some of them might be more open to receiving it, but they still haven't fully, you know, considered whether it's worth it for themselves or not. And and other ones would be a little more strongly against it and, and just say, like, you know, I have the right to make the choice for myself. But those who've gotten the jab, which the jab is supposed to... <laughs> protect you from the virus in some sense are afraid that the ones who haven't gotten the jab those few players who haven't gotten the jab are a health risk not to themselves no it's it's not about those players <laughs> as at least according to the article uh, nothing in the article that I saw was complaining like, hey, you know, you're t- you are risking your health. Um, Jordan, yeah, I know it's not Michael Jordan anymore, but, you know, you get the idea. You're risking your health and we can't afford that because you're a star player and you're really uh, making it difficult for us because there's a risk that you might uh, end up in the hospital and the games won't be able to continue well without you or we'll have to explain to angry fans. No, it's not about that. It's not about the fear that the players who haven't gotten the jab are going to get covid and cause problems (laughs) which you think that's what it would be about you know like take the jab allegedly for your benefit and we need you to do that for your benefit no the absurdity of this of all of this is that the coaches and the staffers are complaining about the health risks to them and to their families and you know that there's nothing in the article where the coaches that are whining about this are saying that their families haven't been vaccinated and that, you know, so an unvaccinated player could give them um, the, the virus and they who have been vaccinated might uh, spread it as they don't experience the symptoms and then give it to their unvaccinated family who could then have problems. No, <clears throat> it's obvious that the, the coach is going to, you know, be vaccinated, encourage their family to be vaccinated. And, and so if the coach is vaccinated and his family is vaccinated, then why is he complaining about unvaccinated players spreading and harm, spreading the virus and harming them? Doesn't anyone think through the absurdity of this? Like, if, if the virus, if the vaccines are something that everyone must take to get rid of the virus, then why are the vaccinated complaining that the unvaccinated are the ones that are going to harm them, the vaccinated? You know, of course, things have changed. You know, the science has certainly changed very quickly in a matter of months. Remember early on this year, I mentioned in a previous episode, remember 
the the commercials that we'd see you know we have one shot to get things back to normal one shot and now the one shot has turned into well you know the effectiveness wanes after a few months and some experimental jabs are like the moderna is more reliable than the pfizer one even though the pfizer one is currently the one that's fda approved in in some label <laughs> but uh, yeah when it comes to get the jab no one's saying get the moderna jab it's just get the jab which could be any of them and you know naturally people are going to want the fda approved one right um, you know, why is there all this mandate for people to get a jab that doesn't allow them to, uh, to sue if there are any complications? And of course, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory that there, that there's enough risk that, you know, someone who'd ra say, I'd rather get the COVIDs and you know suffer through that because i'm in good health but i don't want blood clots i don't want uh, some of these other things remember eric clapton lost you know some use of his arms for at least a few days and you know that that could be a one-off case but there is the legitimate concern so it's ridiculous that you have to mandate people to take something that's still not entirely FDA approved so that they're still experimental is under emergency authorization that doesn't allow you any kind of legal recourse if there are any adverse effects um, you know isn't that a foul of the Nuremberg Code, <laughs> um, you know that no one should be forced, like in Nazi Germany, to take experimental um, medications or surgeries or procedures. But yeah, oh, that's just that's just a a conspiracy theory thing. Now, I will say this: I am not someone who who likes to. Uh, be, to support conspiracy theories, you know, I'm not someone who <clears throat> sees a Rothschild behind everything. I'm not someone who's going to say, oh, well, you know, Bill Gates's sixth grade English teacher's second cousin, uh, ten times removed from both sides, um, uh, is a uh, Jesuit, um, you know, 50... 50 and a half degree um, in the Masonic Lodge, uh, you know, behind 9-11 um, uh, as an inside job uh, who uh, murdered uh, JFK. <laughs> you know, that's just not who I am, but I'm always going to suggest that power corrupts and people need to realize that, you know, those who have power are not angels and if you give people power such that you you are not allowed to question anything you're not allowed to challenge you know motivations with just uninhibited power then you know like what are we replacing God with human gods that somehow 
someone with power, a company with power, you know, those creating the jabs who are raking in the billions, that they're just angels. Or even if they're not angels, somehow, you know, their lust for money, their ability to make lots of money can be completely divorced from the scientific mind of creating the jabs you know like you've really got to think about it like if you take someone there were a lot of scientists um in nazi germany or in communist russia who were behind you know medications so and you might think well this is the good old usa and this and we're the ones wait no uh, sorry, the, the jabs don't really come, you know, with a label made in the USA. So, you know, that that can't um, be an excuse. Um, but, yeah, just because we're the good old USA doesn't mean that there aren't people in high places who can't, who have ulterior motives or at least have the motive to make money, and so at the very least, they don't care if there are are adverse effects as long as they're protected um, from being sued and so on. And, you know, they just want to make the money, and if there are problems that happen, they can put up their hands and say, well, sorry, we're legally protected from that because we were just civil servants, you know, we were just servants doing our job, trying to rush this out to you, be thankful you had any kind of thing about, against any kind of measure against this horrible virus, that's the risk you take with such uh, rapid access to a vaccine, Um, you know, you just gotta thank, thank us, because we got it out to you quickly, you can't bite the hand that feeds you, and that's just the consequence, the possible risk of having something that goes out, and You know, you could say, well, then why was there so much pressure? Why was there such a mandate to take this? Um, If there there was such a risk. But anyway, back to the article. A coach complained that, (laughs) um, you know, he was afraid he could end up catching this virus, one who was jabbed, and that he would give it to his family and especially his uh, vulnerable parents, um, who I'm guessing were jabbed. Of course, the article doesn't say, but, you know, if they weren't jabbed, you think this coach would be saying, you know, I'm trying to encourage my parents to get this jab, but, you know, but they are refusing, and now I'm in this difficult situation. No, I'm pretty sure this coach, uh, who's so for the jab, is, uh, you know, his family all have the jab, but he's concerned that the unjabbed are going to give <laughs> him the virus and he's going to transmit it to his family who are going to suffer and possibly die, who likely also have the jab themselves. So, yeah, remember President Joe Biden said it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated and somehow the vaccinated have everything to fear from the unvaccinated. You know, there's the propaganda that the hospitals are at capacity all the time now because of the unvaccinated taking up all the beds. Um, 
But there's also the propaganda that, you know, if if everyone doesn't get the jab, those few that don't get the jab, they're putting the health of the jabbed at risk. And no one seems to bat an eye that this is unusual. Like, when has, when have the vaccinated ever had to fear that their vaccines don't work unless the unvaccinated also get vaccinated? Like, once we all have the jab, then the jab is effective. But yes. <laughs> This coach expressed his deep concern that he said something to the fact that breakthrough, this is a real thing. Breakthrough infections are a real thing. Well, if they are, then why would the unvaccinated be to blame? Because, and I'm going to have, I, I'm going to have uh, links to articles as well in the show notes that, you know, in May, uh, in June, there were articles trying to quell the the criticism that you know the vaccines didn't do the job like they helped they helped prevent the spread of the virus but you go to later july and august then you see a lot of articles talking about that the um, the CDC says that the jabs don't um, prevent the spread or they no longer prevent the spread. And, you know, even those who've gotten the jab should wear masks indoors. And so then, you know, I remember you see the commercial of the woman wearing the mask in at her job in some kind of factory and you know she's wearing the mask and then it shows her take the jab and then she's almost like she's flexing and showing <laughs> her arm with the you know band-aid there that look at me i'm doing my part i got the jab and you know you're expecting that she should take her mask off but nope she's still wearing her mask proudly doing her job proudly getting the job and wearing the mask and so you have to wonder well what's the point what's the point of the jab if you can't remove the mask what's the point of the mask if if it isn't a choice to avoid the jab and then you know so you gotta wear a mask indoors anyway again and you've got to <laughs> um, get two jabs depending on the provider and you got to get the booster shots knowing that maybe the booster shot at maximum uh, gives you three uh, gives you eight months and at minimum three months and so maybe we have to keep taking these jabs these booster shots so-called and in the process of keep getting jab, 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 jab for some arbitrary length of time while still having to wear masks, you know, doesn't anyone start to question? Because remember, the science has changed. The science was 15 days to flatten the curve. The, the science then was 
was also, well, keep on social distancing, only essential businesses, and uh, stay six feet apart, and, you know, it's ridiculous. You don't need to wear masks. Uh, remember Fauci said that, and of course, well, then it was, well, you know, I only said that because we need all the masks for medical professionals to do their job. Citizens should not be looking to wear masks. And then it was, no, okay, now we need masks. Now we should mandate that everyone wear masks and, you know, wear the blankety-blank mask. And and then remember Operation Warp Speed under President Trump and um, in the vice president debate where... Uh, you know, Kamala Harris said that she wouldn't trust any vaccine that came from Trump. And then, but now those same vaccines were, are, uh, were pushed early this year. And the idea was, hey, um, this could be the way to end it because we, you know, if you get the jab, you're protected against, you know, the current strain and all variants pretty much in perpetuity. So it's, it's the, it's the a panacea there. And then um, it quickly turned into, well, you know, it prevents the spread, but, you know, it doesn't protect you against the Delta variant as much as with the original one. Um, and then, you know, and then it turned, just got to get over a lane here. Traffic's kind of heavy. And then, you know, now it's so we need booster shots. And then it's like, well, maybe we might need continuous booster shots. And yeah, you still got to wear the mask. And doesn't anyone start to ask, um, okay, why should I trust the science that the science changes every month or so? (laughs) And some of the people who were protesting some of this stuff, you know, yesterday's conspiracy theorists or today's, you know, just rebels refusing to do what they were predicting was going to happen. And they're, you know, they need to be ostracized. Okay, so that was one article. The uh, coaches were afraid, you know, the vaccinated are afraid of the unvaccinated and the, uh, you know, the players, 90% of them, that's a good percentage, 90% of them are vaccinated, but the the staffers want 100%, of course, because if you don't have 100%, then we're all at risk, you know, you see, because that's how effective the vaccines are. And now another article I read um, was actually talking about a pill to treat COVID-19. Uh, so, and it even says that, you know, about like we're talking about something that may take us to normal life again. Ooh, sounds interesting. So um, it starts off talking about this couple in their 40s who got COVID and um, were afraid that they might die and then they got contacted about this um international uh, development of this uh, drug this in pill form that they could take that uh you know is under development that could um get rid that could help fight covid and so they decided why not and they took it or at least they think they took it and then they're you know, it wasn't long and their symptoms subsided and they recovered. And so, yeah, that was the beginning of this article. And then it's talking about how some companies are working on um, a, a pill, you know, 
uh, various uh, drugs. Of course, you know, it's like, uh, you know, ivermectin is just horse dewormer or animal dewormer, stuff like that. And, or hydroxychloroquine, you know, we got to make sure people don't, freaks don't take that. And, you know, because that'll harm them and stuff. But now some companies are developing a drug in pill form that, you know, could be effective against COVID-19. Um, so what I found interesting is that uh, somewhere close toward the end of the article, it mentions the clinical trials. So what do you need for the clinical trials? Well, you need people who are willing to participate. You know, just like how the jabs, <laughs> um, the clinical trials, in a sense, you know, were supposed were the ones who were, yay, I want, I want to take this. I'm, uh, you know, I know there's risks early on in the year. I, I want to volunteer to take it, and now. Um, you know, and now today it's like, okay, you're you need to be mandated to go to the clinical trial. President Joe Biden was losing his patience against the unvaccinated and the alleged eighty million Americans who haven't taken a jab. You know, and it doesn't matter whether it's Moderna that's ninety one percent effective or a Pfizer that's forty two percent effective. You know, it doesn't seem to matter. Just get the jab. But, you know, I digress from that. I'm just trying to remind us because when we get to this article about pills in development, oral pills that you can take, um, that you can eventually possibly get a prescription to take that could fight the virus and there's the clinical trials, and um, they're trying to call people. And uh, so, what do they need for the clinical trials? They need it. The article explicitly says they need people who are unvaccinated and um, who just, you know, recently tested positive for the virus. Unvaccinated and recently tested positive. Well, woohoo, isn't that something that we're not allowed to have? You know, if with a president who's losing his patience and trying to pressure businesses and, you know, you have the hospitals that are threatening and even uh, firing medical workers for not taking the jab. But now you have an article in the mainstream media uh, you know, there is nothing, this isn't Newsmax here, this is, um, you know, the mainstream media uh, with an article like, hey, you know, there's other possibilities other than the jab because there's other things in the works. So we have a pill that, uh, you know, there's several of them in the works, but we have pi drugs uh, possibly in pill form that could come out and they're in clinical trials right now. But it, it does mention that they're having issues trying to get enough people to participate in the clinical trials. They're, they're contacting people who are unvaccinated, who just recently tested positive, and calling them up and asking them, you know, would you like to participate in this clinical trial for this, you know, new drug that could help fight COVID? You know, you could be a hero here. And 
And a lot of them are saying no, the article says. Well, I wonder why. Just think, you have all this political pressure, these mandates, and, you know, I read a few weeks ago there was this opinion piece. I can't remember where it was at. You know, I could look for it and find it and put a link maybe in the show notes for that one. But it wasn't unusual, but it was an opinion piece trying to say that, yeah, we should crank up the heat, we should we should put on the pressure on those few freaks that won't that refuse to get the vaccine like yeah maybe they think they have a case um and and this was like not long before the FDA was going to pr- approve a a labeled version for the Pfizer and there and the article was saying you know maybe that will encourage some people who are you know vaccine hesitant finally to get it because maybe that was the hold up for them but the art the writer the article said yeah but we all know that there are some people who that's not going to be enough they're going to they're they uh fda approval is not good enough for them and so you know they have their goofy religious reasons but we know how to handle that let's we need to crank up the heat we need to make it harder for them to socialize we need to make it harder for them to go to a restaurant or even find a job their job like they need to feel the the pressure that life is going to get very very difficult if they don't take the jab and that's a good thing because we all need to get this we need to knock off this hesitancy or this these conspiracy theories and make people like forced to do it even if they really really don't want to do it and the impatient president and all that and so yeah that's the background that we're dealing with when it comes to hey i just heard that you never got the vaccine and you just tested positive you know we have that report here and so you know you're the kind of people we need to for this drug now a lot of them probably are like no I have mild symptoms. I didn't want the jab. I don't want a drug. I just I'm just going to recover and get my natural immunity. And maybe some of them who would take you know would be glad to volunteer if it weren't for the politics. You know, what if there is this wait, this hesitancy to think, wait, um I know what this is about. Um, what? Am I going to be apprehended and thrown into jail? Am I going to have... Am I going to be, like, tricked? Is this a trick? Is this a gimmick here? You know, uh, how do I know that this is really for the good? This this has got to be a way to ostracize me for refusing to take the jab. And that's the conundrum here. So, all the pressure because of this idea that... Here's the solution that is a leaky vaccine that uh, isn't very effective, but hey, you know, it's only effective because if everyone gets the jab and we've got to resort to legal measures here to get everyone to take the jab. And then, you know, as we're talking about the free market here, in a, at least somewhat, when you have something that could come out later that could be, hey, Maybe we don't need to have a jab. Maybe there's another solution. And, of course, there are solutions other than pills. There are solutions of, you know, maintaining your 
um, <laughs> maintaining your health, uh, natural immunity, but you can't talk about that. But all I'm presenting with this second article is the idea that, hey, it's like shooting yourself in the foot. Let's put... Uh, mandate vaccines, these jabs, these mRNA therapies, and then later on, oh, well, we need people, we need people who uh, are unvaccinated and recently tested positive. Would you like to participate and be a hero in this clinical trial? Um, you know, and think with when the criteria is that you're unvaccinated. And you tested positive and, you know, you need to say yes uh, in a voluntary clinical trial. What, you know, do you need? You need a lot of people who haven't gotten the jab and have tested positive because only a small subset of that are going to be people who are going to volunteer for the clinical trial. So what do you need? You need a nice big population who fit that criteria so that you can have a small percentage of them that will be enough for a clinical trial. <laughs> but the politics thus far haven't allowed for that. But yes, I've just parked at work. And so, you know, two articles that really show how things conflict. Um, this is the Vax Vex. Thank you for waking up with Truth Espresso. Good morning, and God bless your day. Hey friends, Daniel Minnick here again. If you liked waking up to this episode of Truth Espresso, I would really appreciate it if you would rate it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever application you use to listen to Truth Espresso. 